Good morning, friends. You've tuned into Faith Communications of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. We're delighted that you joined us today. Our hope is that today's message will help you to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. As we listen to today's message, keep in mind that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Now let's go right into today's broadcast. Well, God does answer prayer, and um, we've been busy. We were in uh, a town called Troy, Pennsylvania, this past Sunday, and uh, nice work, church, you know, it's in the middle of farming country, and they've just drawing people from all over, because they're preaching the word, and they're doing a good work, and... uh, so we're having the opportunity to tell our story. Uh, we're going to be almost up at the, the uh, St. Lawrence, way up in upstate New York, this coming Sunday. So, so we're staying busy. And our book was supposed to arrive by today. I don't understand how Amazon works. Uh, you can order it and get it. Online. People have received it. I've, they've sent me a text with a picture. Hey, here's the book. I've not even seen it yet. And I just got a, uh, I got a message today saying it's going to be here on the 26th. So anyway, uh, it's just pretty amazing how that whole operation works today. You know, you can publish a book and uh, the cover was designed, you know, was put together by Someone who I don't know where you know I think it was in India or someplace. It's just it's just crazy how how this all works today. But at any rate, we're telling the story. Amen. Barb, uh, we we will be yeah <laughs> our resurrection day yeah the twenty fourth the the twenty fourth which is what next Tuesday I believe. And I just, I just want to tell you, church, how grateful I am for your prayers, for your persistence, and uh, just refusing to give up. And uh, I'm still trying to wrap my head around all of this. It's just, it's almost surreal, and it's hard to believe it. It's already going to be a year. And, uh, uh, but I'm very grateful. Our world has changed. And, uh, but, you know, I believe uh, God had a wonderful plan. And uh, this, this Sunday, in fact, we're, the church that we're going to be at, the pastor received, and we're going to pray for him tonight. He received uh, an evil report, a medical condition in his body, and they called and said, "Would you come and minister?" And uh, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna go up and we're gonna encourage him and their church family. And uh, uh, aren't you glad that we serve a great God? Amen. Amen. And we win Amen. every single time. So let's come before Him tonight. And. Uh, Father, we do come before you, Father, with each of these prayer requests. Father, for um, those that are believing for healing, 
Father, we thank you tonight as we lay hands upon this sheet, Father, that represents each and every person who's listed here. And Father, those who may not be here but are part of our church family, we speak life over them tonight in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we thank you that you are the healer, that you sent your word and you healed, you brought healing, and healing is the children's bread. And so, Father, we just, we come and we draw that from you tonight, that grace and that mercy. We come to receive grace to help in a time of need, Father, for, for each of these requests, and Father, for this pastor that will be with this Sunday. We just speak life over his body in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, thank you that no weapon formed against him shall prosper in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just thank you that the testimony of what the Lord is doing and has done, Father, will increase, Father. And Father, thank you that we'll have the opportunity to tell it to others, Father. And faith will come. Father, as we share your word. And so, Father, we give you thanks tonight. Father, we give you praise and we give you honor for all that you've done and all that you're doing. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. Well, I want to share with you this evening uh, just a short message that I've entitled Spiritual Reproduction. Spiritual reproduction. And if you have your Bible, if you would turn with me tonight to Galatians chapter 4 and verse number 19. I think we have uh, the scripture that for the overhead. And let me just pray over the word as we, as we go to it tonight. Father, thank you that you give us understanding. Thank you, Father, that this is your word, Father, and it will change our lives as we hear it tonight, Father, as we act on it, and Father, as we receive it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Galatians chapter 4 and verse number 19 uh, says, and this is the Apostle Paul who's writing this. And he says, my little children, of whom I travail in birth again, until Christ be formed in you. And whom I travail in birth again, until Christ be formed in you. That's why I've entitled this Spiritual Reproduction, because... This is essentially what he's saying in this passage. Paul Paul is is writing, and he's praying a second time. Actually, the word that he uses here is uh, the word travail. And it actually means uh, to be in birth pangs. Now, I've never experienced that, and, uh, you know... Thank God I'm a man. <laughs> and I, my hat's off to all you women that have been there and done that. Amen. They say that if men were the ones, you know, giving birth, the population would, you know, just kind of, yeah. 
but, uh, but Paul, Paul was, was giving birth in a way that we all can participate in. Paul was talking here about not just the, the spiritual birth that took place uh, and the prayer that preceded that. And that ought to, that ought to uh, encourage and remind us of the importance of our prayer. Intercessory, intercessory prayer on behalf of people that, that are far from God. Uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, we could go in the direction of getting angry at people. I mean, listen, uh, we've all, we all have a history, you know, and, and, and most of us don't want, that, you don't want that card pulled up, you know. And probably, you know, every one of us here uh, are in that same boat. So, you know, who are we then to, to, you know, look down at other people that are struggling with the same kinds of things that we went through? I mean, I look back and say, how in the world? I was dumb, you know. But and that's where people are without Jesus. And, and Paul said that, you know, this, he tells us here that he, he prayed... He interceded in a way that was able to bring about this spiritual birth in their life. You know, whether that tore down the blinders that were over, over their eyes, you know. Uh, but, but, he, but he says here, he says that uh, he travailed in birth uh, until Christ be formed in you. So there was two times that he prayed first for them to receive the new birth, but then he's praying a second time that Christ would be fully formed in them. You know, not that they would just be converts. You know, Jesus isn't just looking for converts. You know, he says, go and make disciples. Disciples. And so, you know, Someone that's a spiritual babe, someone that's, you know, I mean, man, there's a lot of things that, that uh, it takes time for that change to come about in their life. And Paul tells us here that our prayer on their behalf is, uh, is a critical part of that happening. And the word formed here uh, is the word morpho. And it means to fashion or to shape. So, not just that they would be born again, but that their, their manner of life, you know, their, their, their speech, their, their, the, how they conduct themselves would be changed so that it's reflective of, of Jesus. You know, that's, that's the process that God wants to happen. And this just really reminds us of how important it is, you know, pray, to pray for people. Uh, until Christ, nature, a couple of other translations render this verse this way, until Christ, nature, is formed in you. Till his nature is formed in you. Can any of you think of how you changed you know, since you were born again, you know, all right. 
I mean, you know, just, just how you think, your speech, you know, things that you used to say, attitudes. I mean, all of those things, it just takes, it takes time for that process. So one translation says, until Christ's nature is formed in you. Another says, until you become like Christ is. Till you become like Christ is. Well, I'm not totally there yet. You know, probably all of us would say the same thing. You know, we're not totally there yet. But we're a lot farther than where we were. Amen. Right? We're a lot farther. Hey, listen. I'm preaching to the choir here Wednesday night. So I'm not, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not coming at you tonight with, you know, guns blazing or anything. <laughs> All right? We're in this thing together. Right? I mean, just the fact that we're sitting here on a Wednesday evening, because we're hungry for the Word. We want to keep growing. And, and that's what God wants to do. He want, God wants to reproduce Jesus in us. I remember years ago, I remember hearing uh, Brother Copeland, and he was probably pre- preaching along these lines, you know, and... and uh, Someone had made the comment, he had overheard them, they said, well, he just thinks he's a little Jesus. <laughs> you know? And I remember Brother Copeland saying, well, yeah, <laughs> you know? that's, that's kind of what we're supposed to be doing, right? I mean, he's our, he's our elder brother. And uh, so, so this is, this is what, the, what the scripture is telling us here. And uh, so Paul says that, uh, uh, that he is, he's praying, uh, not just as he did the first time, for, them to, for their eyes to be opened, for them to have that spiritual rebirth, but that they would go on and continue to grow. You know, even Jesus, uh, I don't have the scripture up there, but I looked it up, it's in Luke 2.52, it says that, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and with man. So, you know, even Jesus. Now, Jesus was without sin. You know, he, he, he was without sin. But even in his sinless state, there was developmental processes that were going on. Not only you know, in terms of his, his physical being, in terms of him growing. Uh, but, uh, but just as he matured and he, and he developed. And, and that ought to be a process that, it, that every one of us uh, continues, you know, to be involved with. Not only in our own life, but, you know, as Paul is saying here, he, you know, he's not bragging on himself, but he's saying that he was instrumental in the spiritual growth of these people. And, and so, that ought to be the aim for each and every one of us. You know, we have a neighbor, we have a, yeah, we have a relative, we have a friend, we have a co-worker, we have somebody, somebody that, that's around us you know, that, um, that we can be instrumental, as was Paul, in their spiritual progress. I, I know at one place he writes, uh, 
he says, you know, I'm observing your spiritual progress and growth. That pleases God's heart. Amen. That just pleases the heart of God, you know. God wants us to, to know, for us to know who we are in Christ and know our position and, and uh, know the authority, use the authority that he's given to us. That pleases the heart of God. He's not looking for a bunch of, of uh, incompetent, you know, dependents. He's looking for mature sons and daughters. He's looking for mature sons and daughters. So, um, now, 1 John 4.15, you know, it's just amazing. Paul uses this, this language here about uh, spiritual birth, spiritual birth starting this process in their life. And 1 John 4.15 says, Who, whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. That's amazing. That, that is absolutely amazing. You know, um, some of us came out of different you know, religious traditions, and, you know, sometimes, you, you know, because you have not been taught in the Word, you think, well, you know, if I hang out long enough, maybe I'll make it, you know. Maybe I'll assimilate some of this into, into my life, you know. I'll become a better person, you know. No, you know, the Scripture tells us that when we made that profession of, Jesus, of the Lordship of Jesus, and we're talking about this spiritual reproduction process, this is what God's wanting. You know, God created this. God still believes in people. People are still being born. He believes in his creation, the human race. And the scripture tells us there that whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. You know, you are connected with him. You know, Christ is in you. When you made that profession, when you made that declaration of faith, I mean, it's just an amazing thing. It's such an amazing thing. And so our confession connected us with God, and he's on the inside of us. 1 John five, eleven through 13. And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Verse 12. He who has the Son has life. And he who does not have the Son of God does not have life. Verse 13. These things I've written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. Man. That you may know. uh, Go back to that that you may know uh, that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. That you may know that you have eternal... Thank God for the Word. Amen. Thank God. Have you ever talked with anyone and maybe they've been in church 
their whole life, and you ask them, well, you know, do you know that if you were to die, you'd go to heaven? Well, I, I hope so. <laughs> All right? There's a lot of people. They don't know they have eternal life. They don't, I mean, I mean, you know, for you to have authority on this earth, you have to be born into this earth. You, you have to be physically born into this earth. But when you confess Jesus as Lord, you experience a second birth. You're, you're connected with God. God's reproducing. God's, God's aim isn't just that, that you, you know, experience a new birth and then you just kind of, you know, laid out on the hill someplace and, you know, until you starve out or die or whatever. No, he wants you to, he wants you to grow. He wants you to, he wants you to mature. And certainly, you've got to know, I'm in God's family. You know, I mean, if you doubt that, how are you going to make any progress? And that's why the word is so important. He says, these things I've written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. God has spiritually reproduced sonship. When I say sonship, man or woman, you, you're, a, you're a son, you're a daughter. I've got, you're in the family of God, man. I'll tell you what. Wow. That's powerful. That's powerful. And you know, John spends a lot of time uh, talking about that in his, uh, in his epistle, assuring people of that. Because we certainly need that, don't we? Now, most of us that hang around here, you know, we're, we've, we've been grounded in the Word. You know, this is my Bible. <laughs> I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. <laughs> you know, all things are possible to me. I mean, this is kind of our... Our DNA, but you know, it, it ought to, it's just, this is the word DNA. This isn't some kind of, you know, we're a bunch of weird, you know, over the top. This is just basic Christianity that for a lot of people, they just, you know, they, they don't know. They think God's mad at them, you know? And he's, he's trying to bring, that assurance, you're in the family of God. Now take your place. Amen. Take your position in the family of God. You know, if God be for us, right, who can be against us? God's not beating up on his kids. God's wanting his kids to grow up and come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Spiritual reproduction. That's what we're talking about tonight. Spiritual reproduction. It's wonderful. I'm telling you. You know, this seems, you know, again, to, to this crowd here, pretty basic stuff, but for some, this, I mean, you know, but here's, here's the other thing. I've been delivered from the fear or concern of preaching something that people already know. <laughs> because you know what faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of god and and uh so uh 
So confession, so when you made that confession, you got God DNA on the inside of you. You've got God DNA on the inside of you. 1 John 4 and 17. 1 John 4, 17, do we have that? Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, that we may have boldness, not cowering, you know, not fear, but confidence. But I like this, and this is the reason why. Why can we have that, that kind of an assurance? You know, a year ago, if I had decided to keep going <laughs> to heaven... <laughs> you know, I mean, someone said, you know, it's, maybe it's good you didn't see heaven because you probably wouldn't want to come back, you know. But listen, look what he says here. As he is, so are we in this world. As he is, how's Jesus? Is Jesus righteous? Huh? Does Jesus have the mind of Christ? Yes, he does. Is Jesus whole? Is Jesus begging? Amen. Is Jesus righteous before the Father? As he is, so so are we. Now, notice what he says here. Not so are we when we get to heaven. He says, So are we, as are we in this world now. Glory be to God. As he is, so are we. Hallelujah. I like it. And uh, love has been perfected among us in this. And, And so we're talking about spiritual reproduction God reproducing Jesus, the character, you know, the, 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 the nature of Jesus on the inside of us, you know. His love has been perfected. You know, that means that's a, that's a stage of development. We're growing in our love walk. Amen. We're growing in every dimension of our life. We're growing in our understanding. We're growing in our love walk. We're growing in our, in our boldness, praise God. We're not afraid to, to testify and tell people what God has done and what He's doing in our life. We're not afraid to confess what the Word says about us. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. By His stripes, we are healed, praise God. I've got the mind of Christ. Greater is He who's in me than he that is in the world. I shall live and not die. And testify of the goodness of God. Hallelujah. Thank God for the word. Amen. As he, I mean, that's one to go to bed on tonight. As he is, so are we. As he is, so are we. So how's, how's, Je- how's Jesus doing tonight? He's doing pretty good. All right. He's doing all right. I think he's doing all right. He's not biting his nails. Right? He's not fearful. 
He's not saying, oh, I wonder what the devil's going to do now, you know. No, no, he's, he's, Jesus is fine tonight. Amen. And as he is, so are we. As he is, so are we. Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse number 17. This is a wonderful scripture. Probably most of you could quote it to me. Um, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. New creation. Talking about a spiritual reproduction. Spiritual reproduction. Again, in so many different ways, God comes at this, you know, to bring assurance to us of, of our new family. You know, we're in God's family. We're in the family of God. And uh, he's, he tells us here that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Old things have passed away. And all things have become new. Praise God. Is the devil ever to try to pull up some file from the past on you? Right, he tries to pull up something from the past. No, 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 devil, Mister Devil, that's gone. That's passed away. All things have become. I'm talking not. When I say you know, that's not just 15 years ago. That could be yesterday. That could be yesterday, because the devil. You know, he's you know he's he's tricky. That's how he messed up our first parents. You know, hath God said. That's why the Word of God is so important. Just got to stay with the Word. If we're going to come to full maturity, who are we to think that we don't have to walk in the footsteps that Jesus did? That's exactly where he tried to trip Jesus up. Did God really say this? You know, did God really say that? And thank God, what did Jesus do? He said, you know, it's written. It's written. This is what the Word of God says. So, you're, we're, we're a new creation. Old things have passed away. The past and gone. All things have become new. Verse 18. Now all things are of God. Now, I like that. You know, we didn't pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. You know, we didn't get a, enough degrees so that we attained this. No, this was a, a God gift. This was done by God for us. It's of God. He has reconciled us to himself through Jesus and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. So we ought not to be so uh, concerned about our position, our relationship with God you know, we, we ought to be growing up so that we're not even nervous about that. We're confident. And we're free to tell other people about Jesus. You know, and again, you know, Satan loves to uh, make us feel disqualified, not qualified, not worthy, wh- whatever you want to 
whatever label you want to put on it. Because he doesn't want us going about the work of the ministry. There's two things. Um, well, do I have, do you have the, I've got a couple of things I put up. God reproduces Jesus in us through the new birth and through the Word of God. So, Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. So, for Christ to be fully developed in our life, or reproduced in our life, it's not... You don't just stop at the new birth. You've got to get his words on the inside of you. You've got to get his words. You know, uh, somebody can... This is a good place. We've got a lot of good teachers in this church and because, you know, we, we like to focus on the word of God. But, you know, you can, you can have the new birth but stay a child for years because of not having his word on the inside of you. And uh, you can be a child of God, but not know your authority in Christ. Not know that I have authority over the devil. Not know what God has done for you. I wouldn't be alive today if when Pam picked up the phone, someone on the other end didn't say, he's going to live and not die. Because... uh, It's not, Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide on the inside of you. So, God, every believer, here's here's what I was going to put up there. Every believer is in Christ, but Christ's words are not in every believer. That's that's good. Every believer, you know, a person, person could be born again. And, you know, they're, they're on their way to heaven. And they could stay like that for 25 years. Remain a spiritual infant. You know, die and go to heaven. But, you know, that's not God's best, is it? Because God wants to reproduce Jesus in us and through our lives. So we're, we're reaching little dental uh, students. You know, where we have, you know, it's not just, I think our mindset has shifted. You know, we realize it's not just a person behind the pulpit, you know, as if they have, no, 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 no. It's every single one of us, you know, telling our story, reaching people uh, where they are. So, I'm going to wrap it up there tonight. Um. Let's make a good confession tonight. I'm going to make this off the top of my head here. I I don't have it written down. So, um, thank you, Father. I'm a child of God through the new birth. I'm in the family of God. Jesus is my elder brother. As he is... So am I on this earth, now, today. Thank you, Father. Your words are living big on the inside of me.
I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Thank you, Father. I lay hands on the sick and they recover. I preach the gospel. People hear, they received, and they are blessed. Thank you, Lord. I can do all things through Christ who lives on the inside of me. Thank you, Father, for all that you've done and all that you're doing in my life and through my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Father, we just thank you tonight. Thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing. Father, thank you for the eyes of our understanding being enlightened. Father, not only for us, but Father, we pray for our church family, Father. Thank you, Lord. People are growing. People are hearing, Father. Thank you, Father, for greater realms and spheres of influence for each and every one of us, Father. Thank you, Lord. You use our voice, our lips, our hands, Father, to teach and tell, and Father, to help grow others in the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen Amen. and amen. All right. Well, God is good, and uh, it's good to be here. It's good to, good to be with you, and, and uh, you be blessed. Thank you for being a part of today's Faith Communications broadcast of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. If you do not currently have a church home, you are invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. Erie Christian Fellowship is located at 5900 Saratania Road, directly across from the Walnut Creek Middle School. You'll find us on the web at www.ecfchurch.org where you may sign up to receive our monthly Faith Communications newsletter. Again, thanks for joining us today, and always remember 2 Corinthians 5-7 that declares, For we walk by faith, not by sight.